To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. This week, Auckland Ocean water swimmer Jono Riddler will test the limits of human endurance. Jono is planning a record-breaking 100-kilometre open water swim. He's going to take off from Great Barrier Island and he's going to land at Naranek Beach on Auckland's North Shore. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. This is all to raise awareness around the need for urgent action to restore the Hauraki Gulf. Swim for the Gulf will take place when conditions are right on or soon after this Tuesday. And Jono joins me now. How are you? Good morning, uh, Francesca. I'm absolutely sparkly. How are you this morning? Oh, excellent to hear. We are two days out from the window opening. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm really ready. I'm I'm coiled uh, like a spring and uh, just just waiting for the for the wind to line up. Obviously, we can't control that, so we're just uh, watching and and waiting for the best opportunity. Yeah. So what what are the what conditions? What are ideal conditions you need? What is the weather window that you need to get underway? What I'm manifesting is less than ten knots uh, for for the duration. I know that's uh, very very unlikely, but look, we'll take. 24 hours of good weather and 12 hours of average to muck. Uh, so, you know, as, as long as it's good for most of it, uh, then then we're happy. Ideally, if we can get some kind of a, a tailwind of sorts or a, a northerly nor northeasterly, uh, then then that's also better, obviously, than a headwind uh, coming into it with the southerly. Right, we shall all try and manifest that for you. Uh, what about tide? The tides does that play a role in planning a swim like this? Somewhat, we're we're going to face probably five tide cycles throughout the course of the swim, and the way that the the tidal currents flow in the Hauraki, they uh, flow kind of in and out uh, of of the harbour. So, you know, we'll be with it, and then we'll be against it. So, whether it's a, a strong tide or a, or a weaker tide, in either case, we. Uh, you know, we'll we'll be with it for for some of it and against it for others. So it's it's neutral uh, for the most part, but we have planned it around the neap tide so that the tide's a little bit weaker. I love the way you're saying we, when really, Jono, <laughs> it's, it's you're the one in the water, right? Because this is an unassisted swim, is that correct? It's unassisted, but look, the, marathon swimming, there, there's a lot of uh, attention and limelight on, on the person that's swimming, but there's a huge team. Uh, that sits behind this. So we had a crew meet recently, and it was amazing to see everybody physically, physically there. And you, uh, you know, I really got a, an appreciation for how big this swim is. We've got 20 people in that crew, so it really is a we. It is a, it is a team of people. I'll be the the uh, person in the water, but um, but there's a lot of support that's needed to bring this together. Tell me about what record you're trying to achieve. The longest uh, unassisted swim in New Zealand, uh, according to the, the records that um, that I've been across and, and I've done some research with this, is 80.8 kilometres, which is a double crossing of Lake Taupo. So we're going for something that's longer than that. Uh, I have been eyeing up the Great Barrier to Auckland swim for a wee while and we wanted to make it, or I wanted to make it a little bit more challenging and, and push it to that 100k mark as well. So... It'll be uh, well over that 80.8k. 
So why, Jono? Why are you doing this? <laughs> the big, the big reason for it, and, and there are, you know, there, there's multiple whys. There's always uh, various different strands of why for for these kind of challenges. But but the big why really is to bring awareness and attention to the state of the Hauraki Gulf. I've been an open water swimmer for you know over a decade now, and I've spent a lot of time in the ocean and grew up really around the ocean, and, and so I've got this strong connection and appreciation for uh, for the ocean and and uh, and our our lakes as as well. But with with the Hauraki, it's close to uh, close to my heart, and um, you know there, there's some amazing beauty out there. But it is uh, the Gulf is hurting, and and the only way really that, that I can see for, for me to be able to influence that is, is to step in and, and raise uh, my voice and, and uh, you know, <laughs> swim 100 kilometres if, if that's what it takes to uh, get the attention of the people that we need to drive action to improve the state of the hauraki. You know, it's, it's not just about the beauty of it. Uh, that, um, that would be such a shame to see that go, but we really need the ocean uh, you know, every other breath that we take is, is given by, by the ocean. So it's something that everybody really should care about. Jono, how does this compare to swimming the Fovo Strait or the Cook Strait or Lake Taupo like you've done? Uh, it'll be longer. I, I think that's probably the the main difference and that we'll be swimming through a day, a night and a day, all, all the other uh, swims that you've mentioned there have been confined to one day or you know part of a night and a day. So going through the night is is going to be different uh, to those swims. But I've been doing a lot of training uh, and preparing of of my body and mind to get ready for um for those differences. Is it a bit scary swimming through the night? It's really enjoyable actually. <laughs> once once you get over the the fact that you can't see anything, and a lot of people ask, oh, you know, do you think about sharks? But you know, really, they don't tend to feed during the night. Uh, so once you get over some of your base fears, it's really, uh, it's really quite fun. There's bioluminescence in the water in places, and uh, you really get into a, a rhythm um, that, that sometimes you can't get into during the day. Jono, I wish you all the best. How can we follow your mission once once you've set out? The best place to go to if, if you're keen to support and understand a little bit more is uh, the landing page swimforthegolf.org and that's swim4thegolf.org uh, and, and there'll be a, a link to the tracker and there's already some information up there around what we're doing and why. Best of luck, John. We should be following you this week. Uh, can't wait to uh, see the outcome. That was open water swimmer John O'Riddler, and he is hoping to swim from Great Barrier Island to Naranek Beach on Auckland's North Shore this week for Swim for the Gulf. So you can you can follow him once he kicks off. They're hoping to head off on Tuesday. The weather's not looking ideal, but that's when the window opens. But you can follow him on Swim for the number four the Gulf dot org. Oh, goodness me, I, I don't know. I, I, can, I sort of understand that peacefulness of the evening swim, but no, I wouldn't find me doing that. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.